Hey guys, and welcome to the bonus podcast for episode 442 of Conversation Street Podcast. Today we are very lucky to be joined by a special guest on the podcast. Yet again, this is Abigail Kemp, who made her Conversation Street Podcast debut last week when she gave away a copy of her new book. Yes, that's right. She's the author of six, 60 Years... 60 Years of Coronation, Coronation Street, Street, it's called. And it's it's out now, I believe. You could Amazing. go right down the shops and get it. In you there. have to get this book. It's if you're so interested good. enough... To listen to a Coronation Street podcast, you will more than enjoy a Coronation Street book, and this is one of the best ones out there. It is. This is the book for you. In the interview, which we're just about to play, we talk about who it's for, and I know it's you know you say oh it's for everyone, but I think it really is. There are things there for new fans. There are things there for long term fans. There are people there for those of you who have already read some of the other anniversary books and mm. want something a little bit different from this one. Yep, we've got the fortieth, we've got the fiftieth, and this is the sixtieth, yep. and it's different in is it's well it's not just 10 extra years is it no no there's a lot more in there yeah so hopefully um you're all listening to this and you're getting yourself a copy um but um if not maybe this will convince you to change your mind i really hope it does but anyway we're going to pass over to to, to me to you and uh, abigail <laughs> having a little chat about a new book six years of coronation street Today I'm joined by Abigail Kemp, the author behind the brand new Corrie book that's recently been released to tie in with the show's upcoming anniversary, 60 Years of Coronation Street. Abigail, lovely to have you on the podcast today. Oh, it's lovely to be here, Michael. So I can imagine that your life must have been living and breathing Corrie for quite a while now. You must have, you must really, really love the show. Can you start by telling me about your history with Corrie, both as a fan and someone who's worked behind the scenes? Yeah, sure. So <clears throat> I've worked, uh, well, I've watched Corrie since I was a teenager and mm. always, always loved it. Um, like a lot of people, um, you sort of dip in a, a little bit in and out when, as, you, as you're growing up and, and, and go off to work elsewhere and uni and, and family comes along. Um, but it's always been there and I've always kept up with the storylines. I've been a big fan and I've had, um, I have a, a couple of friends who've worked on the show for a very long time. Mm. Um, and my connection with working there briefly um was um was was through through some friends um but they needed somebody to fill in in the publicity office to cover for a, a secondment and i just left the manchester evening news after about 15 16 years mm. um i was doing different different projects and um obviously having that sort of connection to the to the press um uh, it, it was it was ideal absolutely loved it it was a short-term thing but it led on to um, a couple of other Corrie-related projects. Um, yeah. One of which was the when they, they um, restarted the tours at Trafford Wharf, um, and they needed someone basically to put a script together for the tour guides. Mm. Um, so that 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 happened, and um, and then that led on to a couple of things in the last year or so, which one of which are the biggest thing was um, was being approached to. Uh, have a go at doing the book and that's that's how that happened that's brilliant going just going back to the tour because we have got so much that we can talk about about the book in a minute what what was that like how did you go about writing the script for that oh well it's it's it's, i'm not a script writer you know my my background is is journalism um so it was a it was a 
found it found it a bit challenging, really, because although I'd been on the Coronation Street tour, the old one at Key Street years ago, mm. um, everything was was new, and and uh, the you had to write it for um, the guides who were generally quite you know um, entertaining, and they really want tour the people on the tour, the guests on the tour who've who've paid mm. to have a great time, but also to drip in these bits of information that perhaps you know little gems that that perhaps. The, the fans that come on the tour don't know, so mm. they, they really get something for their money. So it's writing for somebody else to talk about, mm-hmm. but not not act. Yeah. Um, so it, it was it was really interesting, but it, and it's also I had a specific length that so had to be a certain time, and um, uh, it, it was really enjoyable to do. And actually, it was great practice for the book because. Um, I worked with um, the, the researchers just to get the facts and figures, mm. and, um, and, that, and that really helped having that basis of that, you know, those facts and figures and, and little yeah. bits of info that, uh, that 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 sort of littered through the book, I suppose. Yeah. So when did work on well. when did the work on the book first start then? Oh, it was oh nearly two years ago. Oh. Um, so I, it's easier to think backwards. Actually, I my deadline was last December, right? Um, with some time after that for for amends and and and, and a few ads. Yeah, because I was going to um, ask about it because uh, I wondered when when the when it stops because because I've been reading through it and some of the even fairly recent stories are still mentioned in there. So is that like the the amends that you you stuck in at the last it, minute? It, yeah, yeah. I, I we had a bit of contingency sort of built in because. You know, if you're buying, if you're a fan and you're buying a book and the storylines or there's nothing from, you know, with our deadline being virtually a year before mm. the um, before the actual anniversary, we really had to think carefully about how we dealt with 2020. Yeah. And we knew that we had up until about March. And of course, March was when, uh, when <laughs> everything changed and yeah, everything it. stopped. So it 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 was you know we couldn't have done much more storyline work past that because had we had had we been able to we wouldn't have wanted to do any uh, any spoilers obviously about no. the 60th but everything's changed and all you know the plans could have changed and and uh, it, it 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 came to a kind of it was a good time between december and march mm. to um to, to complete there and um and the, i spoke to ian mcleod the producer um and we were re- he was really helpful but you know his hands were tied by covid at that point yeah. but really helpful on on you know what they hoped to do in this 60th year mm. Mm. so in answer to your original question let me just think i worked on it probably for the nine months before yeah, so all of last year, but there was discussions the year before. I see, I see. So what what did it mean to you to have been chosen to lead this project? Oh, it was terrifying. <laughs> Absolutely terrifying. Literally, it's the weight of the history of this show and wanting to do it justice and wanting to, um, to, to, to really, well... Just really wanting to do it justice—that's that, probably the, the and 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 the, the best way to put it. Mm. Um, because it's so brilliant and so important in so many ways to so many people, especially coming from Manchester. Of you course, know, it, it's it's even it, it's, I know people love it all over the world. 
absolutely Australia, Canada. I know some people in Canada who are just the biggest fans you, you, you'd ever meet. But when it's round the corner, it's 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 just the way of, of doing it properly was was um, you know scary. <laughs> I bet. I bet. So so what was the original brief then? What what were you asked to to, to write? So the original brief was, I had a, a, a length, I had a, I, I knew how many pages um, it, it was going to be. Um, so I was brought in once the publishers and ITV Publishing had agreed their sort of uh, deal, basically. Mm. Um, and so my brief was to um, cover not only the storylines, uh, but to give it some real sort of added value. Um, and that was kind of left up to me, but... I. I really wanted to, you know, look at behind the scenes because, as you probably know, there's a, a celebratory book um, every 10 years yeah. or so. So there was the 50th book, which was excellent. Um, there was a 40th one, a 35th, actually, I think. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and a number of others as well. So the storylines, you know, they've, up until the last 10 years, they've all been covered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we needed something else. So that was my main brief was to bring something else to it, some added value and some sort of p- p- put its its start in a in the sort of the setting of, you know, t- do you know what I mean? To yeah. sort of uh, take people to how, what life was like before when before Coronation Street, yeah. really, a little bit and really set that, that scene. Also to secure the interviews with those key actors mm-hmm. of which, you know, I... Bill Roach and Barbara Knox, and they're just, you know, amazing. Yeah. And uh, it was great to speak to them. Yeah. So would you say then that this is a book for the hardcore Cory viewer or a more casual fan? Well, that was another challenge, really, because it, it has several audiences, as as the show does, I suppose. Um, the, <clears throat> the There is the, the, the real super hardcore fans there's the irregular fans you, they, they, they span all ages um, and th- there's a lot of younger um, uh, fans of the show as well so it it's difficult to to just be go 100% in one direction mm. you know to appeal to the younger fans would have been I suppose a little bit alienating I kind of just thought about people that what I wanted to you know find out about yeah which helps sort of ask the questions as well. Um, I think you've, done, you've got quite a good balance, really, because like you said, the older anniversary books, the 50th, 40th, the 35th, probably a lot of the hardcore fans have already got. I mean, I've got them on my shelf, but I still found so much interesting, fascinating new information that I didn't know before. I mean, I, I, I adored the, the behind-the-scenes stuff in the, in the first section of the book. Oh, good. Yeah, but what's your, what's your, have you got like a favourite section of it, a bit that you're particularly proud of how it turned out? Um, I, yes, um, I do like the behind the scenes section because, because that hasn't been explored recently no. um, so much. And those that, you know, the, the, the amount of talent and skill, not only in front of the cameras, but behind the cameras, it's utterly amazing the way that the, the just the sheer amount of, of content that they of, of programming that they turn out every year and it's just it's just an amazing amazing team it really is mm. um and uh, so i was glad to be able to do that um and everyone was so helpful as well um and the other highlight for me really was speaking to bill roach um yeah. and spending a couple of hours 
you know, ju- just chatting to him. And, um, you know, another, it's just fantastic. And that was a real privilege because, he, he, you know, he tells you about the first day 60 years ago, the first day, the dry runs, the first wow, day on really? set. And to hear that from from someone that, you know, we've all grown up with, mm. um, it, it was, was, a, was great. That must have been fascinating. And I, I know what you mean about the behind the scenes stuff. You said that a book hadn't been recent, recently um, brought out that talks about how that works. And I think you're right because, and, and it's so different now as well, isn't it? I, I can't remember when the last behind the scenes Curry book came out, but it's, it's, it must be like another world to, the production wise to how it was even 10 years ago, never mind 20, 30, 40, 50. Well, that's absolutely right. And, and a lot of the, of the people behind the scenes, a, num- a good number of them have been there for a long time. Yeah. Um, and they, they say, you know, that the, the biggest change is the number of episodes and that correspondingly, the amount of work that goes into them. Um, and, and then there's things like, you know, the digitization of the editing, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So it, it is all, it is, uh, you know, it is quite, quite new, really. Um, I'm not technical. I don't really know about that side of things. Um but I just found it fascinating as well talking to them. So, uh, yeah. so yeah. But were they all really happy to talk to you? Because I mean, they're they're so behind helpful. the scenes people, I guess they don't have to, you know, talk to the press or or, or interview <laughs> anything very often. No, no, I, um, I, I, yeah, you're right, and um, no, they were just absolutely delightful and made so much time for me and was so helpful just with follow-up questions mm. and double checking things uh just a, a, a joy to speak to mm. really that all of them yeah. they're just great and that's why people say um the the actors and and the the behind the scenes people um that it's like a big family and it yeah. is it's just such an it's such a happy place to visit mm. everyone so they really are they're just so friendly and helpful it yeah. was a it was a pleasure did you find anything that was like utterly surprising to you was there anything that made you go wow i never knew that before as, as part of your research either behind the scenes or about the you know the show the episodes itself yeah yeah quite a, a number of things but one of the one of the really interesting things to be able to do was to go through um not only tony warren's personal archive which was held at um i think it still is i'm not sure at central library in manchester mm. um, and you have to have special permission to to be able to to browse through that that mm. lot that was amazing uh, but also the the cory archive um mm. and i spent a good few nights going through uh lever arch files of all the original memos written by the, the original producers and, and mm. directors they have been touched on before in, in other publications, but um, it, not all of them. Yeah, no, I, I, I reckon because you, you kind of, they're dotted around some of the pages, aren't they? It reminds yeah. me a little bit of the, um, do you know the Coronation Street Treasures book? Which has yes, got, yeah. it was a little bit like that, but for, for behind the scenes stuff, I, I loved it. It was fascinating reading some of the, yeah, some of the memos there. So what, what is, yeah. is the archive? Do they just like have a special room in the Coronation Street offices that you can go in and it's just like a cornucopia of Coronation Street trivia almost and, and bits and bobs? It, it, yes, it's, it's kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there's, there's, there's stuff in different places, I suppose. Um, I was just... You know, they were kind enough to just show me these um, boxes of information, basically, and, yeah. and, and let me have a go, a go through them. And then another really handy thing that happened was that um, 
quite a few artifacts had been on when I say Coronation Street the tour I mean the one that had gone round to different venues so it was like a like an installation if you like and in that um were things like Pat Phoenix or uh, Elsie Tanner's handbag um mm. and uh Hilda's a set of Hilda's rollers yeah. um, and I think it was um, Vera's earrings but they were the real things and they came back in a great big case just at the right time and we were able to go through those and photograph those as well so that was just to touch Elsie Tanner's handbag and then see a scene that it was in it's just oh I'm sure I'm sure <laughs> And did you spend a long time watching episodes as well from from years gone by? I did, but I had to cut, I had to stop myself because I'd start watching one and then lead on to another and then go, oh, I remember that. <laughs> and I worked out that if I had, because I really only had um, a certain amount of time to, to plan and complete the book. Yeah. And um, I worked out that if I was to watch every episode, I would have been watching nonstop for six months. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't quite have the time for that because I had other jobs to do and I've got you know kids and animals and it was just that uh, yeah. yeah but I did I loved it and I loved going back to um, um, when I really sort of remember it was when um, Jenny came in the first time mm, uh, yeah. as a foster daughter Farita yeah yeah mid 80s uh, and, and myself and, uh, and Jenny as uh, uh, Sally Ann, a, a, a similar age, and, and when mm. we chatted about it, we say, "Oh, it was really, you know, really identified with her at the time." Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Did Did you find it helped you to understand the be- the the characters and the episodes and the themes better watching the episodes themselves? Because I mean, a lot of the epi- a lot of the information is already out there. I mean, Coropedia is fantastic, and I know you work with them. But do you do you think it really it's helped the- to be able to see the episodes to get a feel for them? Oh gosh, yes, YouTube is um, amazing. I don't know how people would have tackled something like this no. a few years ago without having that that sort of resource. And mm. yeah, I mean, sometimes but it, there's just so much out there um, that you have to stop yourself. Um, otherwise, you know, you sit, start sit down one evening and two o'clock in the morning, you're still watching old Corries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I was really chuffed to see the guys from Corypedia get a credit as especially oh, the noises. How, how, how did you work with them? Well, they they get to um, they're, they're in contact with the um, the researchers um, at, at Corrie, and they go and they visit and they uh, sometimes. And um, I, I spoke to them directly when myself and John met up and had a chat, and and I said, look, I need I've got the stu- the timeline to do of the stories, and I literally I I need your help. Mm. And they were just amazing. They were they were um, d- 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 uh, proofreading bits and pieces and correcting things you know um and and i just literally that section could not have happened without them yeah they they know their stuff don't they gosh they do and they you know together with the researchers um i mean any mistakes i have to say any mistakes in it are mine you know they will be (laughs) um but they the the the, those guys and and the researchers are just absolutely phenomenal knowledge yeah yeah so um, what, so you, you you finished off your research. You got writing. It. What what about the design of the book? Did you have any input in that? For example, the timeline pages. Did you get to choose? This is how you wanted it to be, or did you just have no, the words? I, no, I didn't. I was. Um, I suppose I I was a, a sort of a, a writer for hire. I was responsible for the content. I was given a brief, and I had to supply that content. Um, 
you know send to get the files over by a certain date so um i had a little bit of liaison with the art art director from the publishers but i didn't really have much for say too much for say. i knew what how it was going to look but it wasn't really my my any of my ideas or choice but i'm quite i'm very happy with it (laughs) oh it it looks it looks brilliant doesn't it it's such a it's such a Oh, classy design and I'll tell you what I really like um the on the sections with the different houses where you've got the the, the cartoonists do the 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 new pic the cartoons of the houses That's yeah brilliant. They, they look good don't they yeah they yeah, yeah I, was, I was really pleased with it yeah yeah it's, it's awesome um so just before we finish then I'd like to know a little bit about you you say you started watching Cory kind of Jenny Jenny Bradley first period have you got any favorite characters or stories or anything over the years Actually, uh, it, it was it was a little bit before that. I loved um, uh, Rita. Um, anything to do with Rita at that time? Len and Rita was just. I, I don't know why. And when their foster kids started coming in, and then the stories that emanated from that. Um, I, I think that I just started, you know, as a teen, as a young teenager, being really sort of aware then, and really, really getting into it. So that mm. period, um, I, I think um, the later ones. I think that the 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 work around when Kylie and Callum and Kylie killed Callum, which is one of the key scenes, obviously mm. from from the last few years, just utterly amazing TV. Yeah. Um, uh, and then just the comedic moments through the years, which I know people say, but looking at them again, and the just the the writing is just stunning. It's just hilarious, and they're still doing that now. So I'd say that you know with the the old um, uh, Percy uh, <laughs> and Phyllis, that was always hilarious. Yeah. Uh, going on to every single time ever since he started, David Nielsen as Roy. Um, just utter delight to watch him on the screen, um, and and now Evelyn, um, she's just she? Blanche, obviously. Yeah. Uh, you know, Evelyn is the new Blanche, isn't she? But yeah. just great writing and great women. Yeah. Did you did you kind of make any new favourites from watching any of the really really old episodes? Because we, we yeah, I was I watching did. some of them earlier this year, and, and I I loved the likes of Minnie Caldwell. Yeah. The, the old Hilda Ogden and Stan stuff, which I hadn't ever yeah. seen much before. Did you get that as well? Right. Yeah, I do remember a lot of uh, a lot of uh, Stan and Hilda um, uh, w- when I was watching when I was younger. But mm. th- I hadn't. I'd only sort of, you know, I'd never really watched too many of the episodes right from the sort of the the Ina and um, Elsie battling in the streets and that kind of thing, mm. right from the start, and to watch those properly was was uh, you know it just really um brings it home to you how great they were and and because i was looking at sort of pat phoenix all knowing her entire life and how famous she became and uh, you know marrying tony booth and i remember when she passed away and mm. what big star she was but i hadn't really gone back and i'd seen clips but i hadn't really gone back and watched episode after episode after episode and 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 really knew her storylines and um, you know and with she married you know, her lost love came back again in America mm. yes, and everything around that so that I I can see you know why in 1960 and up to the early 80s that she she became such a star yeah yeah and Corrie's got such a rich history isn't it and I think it's books like yours that help people to see that it's it's not just 
how it it's not always been how it is now but it's you know it, it just stretches back and it's got a wealth of unexplored characters and I, I just I, I think Corrie fans now who don't know much about the early days should should have a look at your book watch some of the old episodes and just immerse themselves in vintage Corrie because it's great it is it is the, the the writing and the and some of the issues that they tackled back then as well um you know really it's it's, um, it's quite harsh stuff uh, and, and did it excellently and they were doing it for the first time mm. you know they, they really did they led the way all the way through the 60s and, and onwards and, and still today um and and that's you know that's, and it's still just as obviously as good but also it's interesting as, uh, as 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 bill roach was saying as well about you have to change and sometimes people say oh i don't watch curry anymore it's not it's not as good as it used to be and they do watch it because they know what's going on <laughs> and that you have to change and, and you have to bring, as he said, I think Helen Worth said it as well, you have to bring the, young, the younger viewers with you, okay. um, which I think they're, they're doing admirably, I hope. Yeah. Well, well done again, Abby, for your book. I, I, I've not read it all, I have to say, because it's a bit of a, a weighty tome, but I'm looking forward to getting through it over the next uh, few weeks and months, and I hope that it does really well for you. Honestly, Coronation Street fans should be all getting this in the Christmas stocking, if not earlier this year. Oh, I hope so. I hope everyone enjoys it, yeah. and I hope you do too. Yeah, thank you. Have you got any other Corrie-related projects lined up in the future? No, not really. No, not no, nothing... Uh... No. Those things it's funny things just sort of turn up actually yeah. um you just don't know what's around the corner so uh, yeah. well we'll watch this i'm space, just gonna then. keep watching. i'm just gonna have a, you know have a rest or enjoy watching it yeah you must be a bit to... corried out at the moment after all that <laughs> just just watch it like a normal viewer and that's it <laughs> <laughs> no but it's still it's not it's not dented it at all for me it's Good. i'm still there watching six times a week Fantastic. Okay, lovely speaking to you, Abby. Thank you so much for coming oh, on to the podcast you. today. Thank you. Thank All you right. so much. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Brilliant. Oh, thank you very much, Abby. Nice I, chat. I, yeah, it was lovely of your chat. I really enjoyed. She's such a lovely lady. Oh. Oh, it's great to get um, people on the podcast sometimes who aren't cast members but yeah. are still so integral in the whole Coronation Street it community is, yeah, exactly. and, and making things for the fans happen oh yeah really really lovely lady and I hope the book uh, does very very well it's got to find too. its way into everybody's Christmas stocking oh, this yes. year honestly yes yeah that's the thing oh, so, oh imagine having to wait until Christmas I know that's it I, I hope the people listening to this aren't getting over Christmas because having to wait for a month and a half for this is a bit rough guys they're that close to Christmas anyway <laughs> oh, no that is it for um, this episode of the podcast thank you so much to everybody for listening um, if you tuned yeah. in to hear our normal podcast then um, there's nothing here at the moment we're because as we record this we are just about to go on holiday this is Saturday right now <laughs> this is the previous Saturday now it's you you're listening to this happens. it might be the next Saturday but there is no other podcast until tomorrow because we're away for a week we just have to wait until um, until Sunday to hear yes. what we thought but you'll love it of this week's Coronation Street, which we haven't watched yet. My brain is confused. I think I need to leave this. I think we need to, to stop it. We're going. Thank you again, Abigail Thank Kemp, you. for um, writing such a wonderful book and also for agreeing to be on the podcast. Yes. And thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye. The music for this episode came from podcastthemes.com. Mm-hmm.